Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 235. What the wind chill is, minus 60, minus 70. Although I figure when you're down at minus 30, wind chill is the least of your worries. Thanks, said Shadow. Thanks for stopping. Very, very grateful. Woman in Rhinelander went out this morning to fill her bird feeder in her robe and carpet slippers, and she froze, literally froze, to the sidewalk. She's in intensive care now. It was on the radio this morning. You're new in town. It was almost a question, but the man knew the answer already. I came in on the Greyhound last night. Figured today I'd buy myself some warm clothes, food, and a car. Wasn't expecting this cold. Yeah, said the cop. Took me by surprise as well. I was too busy worrying about global warming. I'm Chad Mulligan. I'm the chief of police here in Lakeside. Mike Ainsel. Hi, Mike. Feeling any better? A little, yes. So, where would you like me to take you first? Shadow put his hands down to the hot air steam, to the hot air stream, painful on his fingers. Then he pulled them away. Let it happen in its own time. Can you just drop me off in the town center? Wouldn't hear of it. Long as you don't need me to drive a getaway car for your bank robbery, I'll happily take you wherever you need to go. Think of it as your town welcome wagon. Where would you suggest we start? You only moved in last night. That's right. You eaten breakfast yet? Not yet. Well, that seems like a heck of a good starting place to me, said Mulligan. They were over the bridge now and entering the northwest side of the town. This is Main Street, said Mulligan, and this, he said, crossing Main Street and turning right, is the town square. Even in the winter, the town square was impressive, but Shadow knew that this place was meant to be seen in summer. It would be a riot of... And that's our page. So we get information at the top of the page about the temperature maybe feeling to minus 60 or minus 70, which is just... Come on, now. If you need evidence of a cruel and angry god, I don't know if you need anything else. Rhinelander is a city in Wisconsin, probably about maybe 30 to 60 minutes away from wherever Lakeside actually is. It has a population of 7,500 and was originally called Pelican Rapids, but eventually took its name from Frederick W. Rhinelander, a railroad president to whom the population wished to suck up. It worked as the Lake Shore and Western Railroad reached the town in 1882, a year after the town changed its name. In a weird bit of coincidence, Frederick W. Rhinelander actually died in my hometown of Stockbridge, Massachusetts at the Red Lion Inn. Anyhow, partly due to the railroad connection, Rhinelander is considered the commercial and industrial hub of the Northwoods area of Wisconsin. Is it possible to freeze to the sidewalk as described? I'm not science-minded enough to know how to properly search for information like this, but... It's completely out of my wheelhouse, but we're getting this information secondhand, or I guess maybe even thirdhand by the time Chad Mulligan heard it on the radio, so who knows. If the woman fell, though, she could start to develop frostbite in five minutes, and even less, maybe, with the wind chill being what it is. And underdressed, like Shadow is? Yeah, bad idea, I guess. Ignoring Chad's stupid global warming joke, he's actually a good character and not an incredible douche chill throughout most of the rest of the book. Tor.com's American Gods reread states that his name may be a reference to John Brunner's 1968 Hugo Award-winning novel Stand on Zanzibar. Within that novel, a fictional sociologist named Chad C. Mulligan is quoted frequently. In fact, he's instantly much friendlier to Shadow and insists on driving him around town to get everything he needs, which I think is a mixture of authentic down-home kindness and also an excuse to get to know this new Mike Ainsel character. I think we also need to consider that Shadow doesn't react when Chad says his line about being the getaway driver for Shadow's bank robbery. I mean, 
it's literally why Shadow was sent to prison. I don't think at this point Chad knows about Shadow's past or that he's living under a fake name, but it's really on the nose. I'm amazed we're we're not given any reaction from Shadow at that exact moment. Perhaps he's just too damn cold to react, but dude, the paragraph about seeing the town square in the summer is a bit sad in retrospect having finished the book because, well, you know how things end, and that's the joy and pain of rereading books, isn't it? Chad mentions on the page that he can that Shadow can consider him his own personal welcome wagon, and I it didn't really stand out to me when I read it on my own, but when I said it aloud, it got me thinking. Apparently, there's actually a literal company called Welcome Wagon that was founded in 1928 by Thomas Briggs in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. It basically contacts new homeowners after relocation and provides them with coupons and advertisements for local businesses. So the original company would have hostesses visit new homeowners with a gift basket, and then this was discontinued in 1998. This was changed because there were fewer and fewer homeowners home when representatives would be showing up at the door, probably due to having to work a job or two or three or however many it would take. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for the use of his version of St. James Infirmary Blues as the show's theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.